Hey everybody, this is Jared Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. In this episode, we're going to be doing some, we're going to be doing some random things and talk about more random things. But first, it's motivation time. It's moto time. Listen, rich people, poor people, poor people like rich, rich people like poor. Think about that when it comes to paying your taxes and paying your bills. Hey, TCB, pay your bills, okay? Meaning, take care of business. That's that. Daddy always says, never quit, never quit your day job while constantly You can do whatever you want to do. You can be successful. That's all you can be as long as you maintain the job. Being, because you can't be, you can't be chasing that dream and you're living in a shoebox. Or you're like, or you're sitting on the street talking. Okay? There's a lot of people out there that shoulda, coulda, woulda trying to be successful. When it fails, what do you got? You don't have a job, you don't have a place to stay, you're living out in the box. Okay? That's what I mean by that. Okay? Just, just be careful. When doing your success, remember, be very careful what you do. Put effort in forward. Try to strive to be better. Do what you gotta do. TCB, take care of business. Okay? Because when you take care of business, you're taking care of yourself. You're putting yourself first, and you've also got to make sure that you maintain your status quo of society. Success is a measure by what you do and how hard you can your labor. Don't let the world dictate on what you can do to be successful. I hear people say, well, if you do this, you can be successful. If you do that, you can be successful. See, what I tell you, to be, when I tell you the tips on that I use to be successful, those are tips. Those are important tips that will help you grow and be successful. I don't tell you to go out and buy mega books. I don't sit there and say, hey, buy my buy my lesson plan and buy my workbook up. Or do this and you can be successful. If you do this, this, and this, you will become multi-billionaires or multi-millionaires. That's not how it works. The way it works is hard, way it works is sweat and labor, labor intensity, labor intensifying your work, you're just putting in the labor, because I have this system and I'm going to start using this action, because I start using this thing, my father used to tell me this, and, and I always thought like, you know, you know, as a kid growing up, when your parents tell you things, you just go, oh yeah, right, what, what do you know, old man? You don't know what I go through. You don't know about the thing. And my dad was like, it's not about what I don't know. Or what I do know. It's about what I'm telling you. He says, you may not believe it or not. But what I'm telling you is steering you ready for this journey. To be a part of the society. So I'm going to tell you this. My daddy, you know, he always gives these things and stuff. Dad would always say things like, you know, he would always, you know, just put efforts out there about never quitting, never quitting your day job before conquering the world. That means just don't give up, you know, putting your feet forward, you know, 
putting your stuff so just remembering things. And so my dad had all these little one-liners and stuff. He would always just give me little bits of advice that I assumed just like whatever, you don't know. You don't know what I go through. But in reality, I did. In reality, I do know. Because even, so my father was a person of hard working means. My dad had a thing that he didn't matter what he did. to pay his bills, no matter the amount of what the pay was, as long as he was putting his 10% of his hard work and labor. You sweat hard, you do hard, you produce. You produce, you progress, and you succeed. Yes, success is measured by how hard you work. Because when you put in the labor, you put in efforts of what you can do. Don't let anyone tell you what you cannot do. Don't anyone, don't, don't, don't go out there and all these mega gurus try to tell you, hey, if you do this, I guarantee you, you'll be rich. If you do this, you'll be successful. Follow my techniques and I guarantee you that you will be rich. You'll be successful like me. But then, when you look at those TV ads, those infomercials, and very small print. It says, it says, it says in very small print, the rate of guarantee is not, the rate of success and guarantee is not. Those, those things are typical. Not everyone will be successful, but with hard work can and may achieve success. May, but you're not guaranteed. That's not what they tell you. Because if they tell you that, you will not buy their workbooks, you will not buy their lesson plans, you will not be, you will not buy anything that they're selling. Because you'll be like, well, what the hell? Good guru, Tony Robinson, has these mega retreats. $5,000, $10,000 retreats, private retreats, where you have a guy who tells you what you already know about your success. I mean, this guy will, this guy comes up and tells you what you already know. But the catch is, yes, you already know that. The problem is, is your brain, your brain has this computer. Your brain went old school and had this old DOS computer with a floppy disk, and the floppy disk has an old floppy disk. I'll see it before. And, and that floppy disk is stuck. In this endless, endless loop where everyone is trying their hardest to do the same thing you're doing. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, everyone out here has a great idea of being successful. Everyone has it. But here's the thing. The same idea that you have. Now I'm going to tell you this, and this is a what you call. This is a proven fact. This is something factual. Yeah, you can say, "Well, can I look it up?" Yeah, you can fact check this, and it's just proven. The same. Everyone in the world has someone. Everyone in the world is thinking about being successful. The problem is, 
who's going to bring it to the table first? The pitch is, who's coming first? Which one of you is going to bring the wealth to the table first? Who's going to bring that to the market first? Because everyone will have that same idea. You know, like, okay, a good example. I have an idea to make a... Uh, let's say I have an idea to make a, a tire with a motorized bicycle that, that rides, that drives itself. A bicycle that'll drive itself. Okay? I think of it, I ride it out, woke up one day and had this great idea. All of a sudden, another person somewhere in the world has that same exact idea. Yes, they're thinking the same thing. They are thinking the same exact idea. They're thinking like, wow, I have this idea. Now, the problem is, who's going to bring it to the market in order it to be successful? That's the catch. You decide to put your efforts to and just put your life out there and you can be this mega. You want to be rich? Go for it. You want to be successful? Go for it. I mean, you want to follow gurus? I hear some people say, well, I listened to this one guru, and he told me that the, the keys to success is by doing this and this and this. I did that, and now I'm, now I'm here's my here's, here's what I would say to you. Congratulations. You're one of the very few people in you made it. Congratulations. My hands to you. I give my hat. My hat. My hat's off to you. I'll tip my hat off to you. Congratulations. You're very few. But for the rest of us, it's a lot of hard work. You have to stop there and you gotta grind. You gotta grind yourself into being successful. You gotta put your efforts forward. Okay? You gotta make yourself more sustainable to you. You gotta be able to tell people, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is how much I'm doing. This is how I achieve my This is what I did. And then there's this society of, or this generational gap where I hear people say, because of my ethnicity and my race, I can't be successful because they won't win to me because of the color of my skin or because of my gender. Well, no, that's a lie. Don't win to you. No, reality is there's the truth. They won't. Because of the color of your skin, you won't get loans. Because of your ethnicity, you won't get loans. Your gender. You're not going to get lost. Some banks, some banks are old school, and you have to look at it like this: old school are people set in their ways from back in the days, early 60s. I can't say like 60s, early 60s. That's when the people were coming back from war, and majority of the people were Anglo-Saxon, and they were the husband. Father, the mother, and the kids. That's the structure of the family. You know, the family nuclear unit. And he goes to the bank, he gets a loan. 
Oh, good. What do you have? I have. I'm looking to buy a house. Okay. What can? All right. What do you got? Well, I work at such and such company. Oh, great company. Let me make a phone call. Oh, yes. Back in those days, they called the company. Yes, he's been working such and such. Yes. Um, we'll have someone. Yes. We'll we'll send a courier over to send you his his employee status and what he what he makes. They send that over. They review it. Come back in an hour. They get that paperwork. Well, we can loan you the money. Boom, boom, boom. Now you take another person who is a person of color who does that and goes to the bank. Color necessarily means you're black. It means black. Brown. It means a person who is non-Anglo-Saxon. That can mean you can be Irish, Italian, Jewish. That's also non-color. That's also a person of color. People say, "Well, Italians are white." Nah, yeah, okay. They, 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 they may look it. They're Italian. Their, their last name is like Lombardi or Giuliani or Gambino, Giamatti or Gotti. You know, any kind of Italian name, Latore or you know, Tutti, Tutua. Any Italian last name, then I can tell you. If their name is like O'Shea. O'Henry, O'Leary, O'Malley, O'Clary, that's an Irish name, you're not getting it. Yeah, you're not getting it. They're not going to loan it to you unless that, unless that bank is an Irish bank or that bank is an Italian bank. Then they'll build into you. And that's what they'll do. Here's the thing that I would say to each of you that I'm saying to people out there. Listen, if you want to create generational wealth, got to create a foundation, a foundation where you, as well as your systemic of your people in your life, that's going to help you put wealth towards your family.
the court, file the class action lawsuit, make the lien, and do the main thing. They had to give up half, they give up five thousand, they give up four thousand, they give up four thousand, and nine million in payments, nine million dollars in payments, they have five thousand dollars in payments, they give up four thousand of that.
patients have been stored, even those on their own, but they have another store that's about gone. Prices might be a little bit higher, but they will go to any store because of this those people, they know that they're helping. Italians always patronize their own people, being that. They do that because they're knowing that that's, that's a person. That's, that's, that's Tony. That's Nikki. That's a little Nikki. That's Tony. That's Antonio. Angelino. That's that's Mr. That's, that's Mr. Um, that's Carmine. He owns that market store. Carmine the Deli. Carmine Carmine owns the Deli. Yeah, we can go down to this. We can go to the, we can go to um we can go to Walmart. No, we go to Carmine. Carmine's kind of pricey, but why do I go to Carmine? You know why I go to Carmine? People will say like a good good example. They're like. Daddy, why don't we go into Carmine? We can go to the um, Walmart and get the same stuff for half the price. But I still go to Carmine, no matter what. You know why? Because Carmine's Italian. Now, we take care of him all. Carmine's Italian. And he's, and he's also one of the people in the neighborhood. He's a businessman. And guess what? He has a family to feed. So we got to feed our family. So we're going to go there and help him out. What, that's what that's what people do. We as people of color, we need to do that same thing, but we don't. Some people do, but we don't. There's places that'll have signs that'll say, they'll say black-owned business, or or, or or we support black-owned business. We support color. We support people of color, or this is black-owned. 
but their prices are so sky high. And you can't even go generation well. And you, you don't realize what you achieve, what you put forth. to create a, a systemic of wealth so you got to create your own dynasty i knew there was a guy i knew i read this story because i knew i knew the story not this guy i knew the story about this guy oh he was a person of color and he was looking to generate systemic amounts of wealth and his wealth was was coming due to the fact that he achieved his wealth through good means. But here's the catch. He wanted to do something very good for his community. And when he tried to do something very good, the door slammed on him. He saw this land that nobody wanted. The city had it up for sale. And nobody wanted this land. No one. No developers. Nobody. You know. You know that nobody wanted. Not one developer wanted this land. He waited. The city, he told the city, I'll buy this land, but I won't buy it unless no developer wants it. And and then y'all come and give it to me. Y'all come and tell me. So finally the city said. Nobody's gonna buy this land. You can you can you can buy this land, but you're gonna have the city was like you can buy this land. They didn't know why he wanted the land. They said you can buy this land, but you can buy this land at the face at face value. Because if we give it to you at a discount, most developers he said the guy the lady told her developers will come in and say we want the land now. So he bought the land at at value. I mean he bought it at cost. And what the city was actually selling it for. He bought it, paid for it. Went and looked at the land and said, beautiful. They asked him, what are you going to do? You'll see. He took the land, called a contractor. He called a black contractor. Told the black contractor, I want you to landscape this land. I want you to dig this ground up completely. I want you to go seven feet. I want you to go, I want you to go five feet underground. Dig up five feet on the ground. Make sure you mark it and clear it. So they went five feet on the ground. And he built tons of high-end 
high-end apartments. He built, he built high-end condos and apartments there. And that's what he built. And when he built them, he built them for people of color. Because every person of color, he rented to. He built high-end condos and he built affordable housing. He built high-end condos in one section of the property and then affordable housing in another section of the, of, the, of the property. And he built more affordable housing and then less high-end. He did that on purpose. Once he did that, he turned around and he turned around and he sold. Rented, he sold all the houses there. Every house got bought. Every house was bought. And because every house was bought, a person of color moved into that house. And he handed each person who bought a house their keys. And he told them, welcome. He told them, this land is owned by a black man. And now you are an owner and every person there. Then all of a sudden, white people, non-black I want to live there. I want to live there. He had a strong policy. I only, I only sell to people of color because it's a black, and they said that was racist. So the city said he had to open it. So he jacked up the rent, jacked up the price, and everybody was like, wow. And they bought it. People were buying everything. That's one way of generating successful wealth. See, he owned land, tangible, that's his. You should do that, all right? Well, hey, this is J.R. Bell. I gotta go pay the water bill, all right? But remember this, rich people, poor people, think about that when it comes to paying your bills. TCB, take care of business, and like my daddy always says, never quit your day job while conquering the world, all right? This is J.R. Bell, and signing out.